Okay, good. Good. Got everything you need? I don't even know what's in this. Hello and welcome to episode 41 of I'm... I'm going to have to do that again now. Is it 41? 42? Oh, oh, fuck. You're right, it's 42. Well spotted. Glad you're uh, on it today. And you're meant to be in charge of the figures. (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome to episode 42 of I'm Fine, a chat between myself, Damo, and a man who's going through clothes like Bruce Banner, discarding garments in his wake as they're forcibly ripped and shredded from his bulging and athletic frame. Gotcha. Yeah. Mark, hello. Incredible. To chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, sports, and anything that crops up. Yeah, we're all work in progress, and this podcast is no exception. In short, it's a poke at our perfectly imperfect lives, and if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this, <laughs> then our work here is done. <laughs> if you haven't already subscribed to us, and please do so, as you'll never miss an episode. I'm thinking maybe we change this a little bit. At the beginning. Yeah, well, I keep forgetting to rewrite it. Oh, okay. What would you like to put in there instead? No, yeah, you rewrite, rewrite it, rewrite it. Yeah. What, but say the same thing? Say whatever you like. It's your pod. <laughs> it's not it's yours as well, 50-50 share. Mm. Uh, it's mine when it's not going so well, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you... Um, I like the introduction because it's, it gives us a sense of familiarity. Yeah. I like it. And you're not but, bothered about whether people subscribe to us or not? I don't think it really has that much effect. Okay, cool. Well, people, well, I don't know whether people are. That's no. the thing. Oh, no. Fuck it off then. Uh, coming up in warm up and stretch, got some catch up, some bookmarks to do in work life ballet. Get your streak on. Mm. Get your streak on. Get your streak on. No? Oh, as in freak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. And uh, in brain food, we're going to look at the uncanny valley. Yeah, again, no, nothing about no, it's that. It's not in Somerset. That's Yerta Valley. <laughs> Who do yogurts? Not to be mistaken. Oh, I thought that was like street. <laughs> what in Somerset? No, like oh. street talk. Oh, right. Yo Valley. <laughs> I like street, actually. Well, the place. Yeah, in Somerset. Yeah. yeah. It's a place in Somerset called Mark. Mm. Yeah, my accountant lives there. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, uh, how are you? Yeah. You kind of came in today talking about um, washing cars because you notice one of the cars. One of your cars, <laughs> it's like you've got a whole supply. On the, my fleet. Yeah. On the fleet, one particular car yeah. looked shiny, well washed, even nay yeah. turtle waxed if Wayne had been Yeah, it's odd. Because it hasn't. I mean, mine looks like an absolute. Yeah, shit but it, tip, it's wet it? around the car. The it's floor. Been no, 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 no. The floor around the shiny car is wet. Well, maybe someone has. Well, anyway, you came in. And I said... came in <laughs> and started talking. You went just slow down, yeah. shut up, leave this for the pod. Leave this for the pod. Mm. So all I was going to say, surprisingly enough, I have a story about <laughs> car washers. Yeah. I was washing my car about two years ago. I I probably wash it maybe twice a year. I reckon. Oh. Absolute You've seen the state of it. Oh, no, I got that close, to be honest. No, but you... You've only been in it once, and that's when you gave us all a lift to the pub. Pub. Um, so, <laughs> no, that was gonna be, pub? no, that was going to be Bob from There's Blackadder. only one way you say pub. It's not like, oh, people in Bath it, pub. No, 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 Bob. You know Bob. From Blackadder? Yeah. Yeah. He goes, Bob, Bob. Yeah, and so I was just doing, oh, pub, doing pub in Rowan Atkinson. Right. It wasn't very good. No. Your car's a shithole, is that what you're saying? Yeah, so... Twice a year, I'll clean it. And I was cleaning my car and somebody pulled up outside my house, yeah. uh, got out the car with a dog and went for a walk on the common. So I thought, random act of kindness, because her car was even messier than mine, I'll leave mine and wash her car for her while she takes a dog for a walk. Why are you shaking your head? <laughs> it's just so weird. So If I, I was got... her and saw you do that, I'd be running oh, back. Well, this is part oh. of the story. So... I thought I've probably got a good 15 minutes. It was a little terrier. It was going and you be... must have thought, this could go one of two ways. I don't think you meant to just go around washing other people's cars. No. But it's I meant to be a random act of kindness. It was like the effective altruism. This one I wasn't going to broadcast. Doesn't make any You're not going to just go wash someone's hair without no. their permission, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I've just been kind. Go on. Yeah, stay, chill out. Stay still. <laughs> Keep your eyes shut. It stings. Anyway. Um, so anyway, I started yeah. washing her car. Mm. I got the old chamois out and gave it a or proper... Or on the, on, the on the finish, yeah. yeah. Then, noticing across the common, yeah. little terrier barking, followed by... And the dog knows first. Quick, quick striding woman. Mm. And I thought, I've, I've got to make a call here. <laughs> so I literally just ran, but so three quarters of her what, car... What, you're at your house? 
Yeah, she I ran, ran away from the your house. house. No, I, I ran, ran into, into the house, house and hid. <laughs> right. So when she came back, yeah. she would have found three quarters. And because I'm not very good at cleaning cars, you know, most people would clean the whole car and then chamois the whole car. Oh, come on. No. I did it in bits. No. So I do the boot, I do the bonnet and then the sides. So basically... What, so you clean it and then chamois that bit, clean it and chamois? Yes. You, honestly. Just because I like getting that one piece. That, anyway, so about a quarter of her car was absolutely filthy and the other three quarters was spotless. <laughs> right. I just loved her. She's going to go... Do you I wish you'd stayed there that. and just listened yeah. to the... Yeah. So, yeah, that was, that was, it just came to mind, that incident. Yeah. Because on the course today, we were talking about um, so the, acts of kindness for other people. Right. So I think the moral of that story is just don't do anything kind. Don't. No. What can you do? But you're right, though. You're right. We mm-hmm. saw each other this morning, didn't we? We've already, this is, yeah. this is our second on rendezvous. Sec- secret mission. Yeah, it wasn't a secret mission. Mm. It was good. Mm. It was. Anything you don't want to talk about in this episode? <laughs> no. Have you got anything on your mind that you really don't want to talk about? Oh, like COVID. Oh, I mean, uh, but yeah, for it, par example. That's, that's what you meant. Oh, I've got so much. I'll just, I'll keep it. I mean, the point is we, we're not going to talk about it. No. I just want to stress that. Okay. Okay. You're being sarcastic. No, I haven't got a sarcastic bone in my body. No. Okay. We'll just see how it goes. I don't know what I'm going to say. I have a lot to say. So no, this, I don't know if this is good therapy for you, isn't it? It's good to kind of just get a few things off your chest. <laughs> Um, carry on if you think of anything then please do interrupt us I'm sure you will do I think this first we never know what we're going to say do we I do I've got it all written down here what you're impromptu (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay you lead my plan spontaneity like the Pied Piper someone noticed this morning because we met didn't we we met Mm -hmm. safely as we always do yeah like we are here yeah we were wearing masks correct weren't we yep so people who wear glasses Mm -hmm. masks are a pain in the arse did you see that today yeah yeah very they are shit aren't they yeah most people must be struggling with that. Mm. It's a real bitch, isn't it? I mean, I get a little bit that when I put my snood on and I'm on my bike in the winter. And mm. If you stay still, as soon as you stop at the traffic lights, start yeah. breathing, yeah. Your, your goggles all, all messed up and you're absolutely screwed until you get going again. But of course, it must be a nightmare for people going shopping, breathing in glasses and taking the glasses off. Or yeah. And I was, also, I was also aware because I could tell I was having to demist them quite a lot. Mm. I was demisting them with you know, something from my pocket that had basically been wrapped around the mask that had been wrapped around my face. Yeah. And I thought, this isn't hygienic. It isn't <laughs> yeah, hy- yeah, you mean your handkerchief. That- <laughs> yeah. But um, <laughs> there was a woman snuck. in the House of Commons, wasn't there, who was, who was actually filmed, basically like took her glasses out, sort of licked them and then cleaned them without, like, oh, or with her mask or something like that. That was it. She cleaned, <laughs> she cleaned her glasses with the mask. Mm. But uh, yeah, uh, no, it isn't. It isn't. It isn't easy with glasses at all. No, it's not. Just a little shout out mm. to people who wear glasses. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. We got I, I'm sympathizing. Yeah. Yeah. We got okay. L- last couple of episodes, you've, <laughs> you've, it's been a real insight into your mind. And I called you youth, didn't I? I said, mm. you're far too youth. You're mm. well youth. I think you are. When I listen. I think you're more in touch with the youth than uh, the youth. youth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have had the word. I think we mentioned this early on. A couple of people have gone, there's this little bit of Peter Pan. And it's, mm. I think... <laughs> Who's mentioned that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think there's a real fine line between having a genuine interest in things that are normally interesting to younger people mm-hmm. or a desperate need to try and remain young and relevant despite yeah, I don't all think, the I indications. Don't think that's you. I but, don't but think it's, it's funny, me. isn't it, that there's, I don't know, is it perception or is it actually a thing that happens where people just check out? We're on the same planet, we're all receiving the same news and have the access... Yeah most of the time have the access to the things everyone's got access to you get to a point where you just check out and can't be bothered you like what you know and you know what you like and that is it yeah yes or you know you just have an interest in the world so then age doesn't really have anything to do with it so it's weird how people you know how you are interested in all culture that happens to be every age group doesn't it yeah so it's not unusual is it but i think it's a bit of a perception that but it's a sort of midlife crisis years, isn't it yeah that you have an interest in the teenagers or the early 20s and early 30s are kind of into. Yeah. But why should they? It's not exclusive. No. <laughs> I, I mean, think... technology isn't exclusive to the young. You know, no. politics isn't in it isn't exclusive to the young. You know, health, it certainly isn't exclusive no. to the young. No. So, but there's a perception there, isn't there? I've kind of done it. I've gone, you're, you're, you're well youth. Yeah. So I'm making a judgment, aren't I? Yeah. But yeah. I know what I'm saying. I'm kind of playing up a little bit, but. No, no, no. I understand what you're saying completely. And I think there's... I don't think it, it has anything to do with it. I think it's cool that you're interested in a load of stuff. So I think it's really, I think it's cool. I, I can't keep up, so I'm the one feeling like I'm, I was, I'm I was, not taking it all in. I was training with my youngest daughter's um, boyfriend who hasn't been into training and wanted to train, and I put on, ironically, I put on a playlist that I'd made for 
my previous training partner and he went do you honestly listen to this and I went yeah and it was interesting because it was he went but this is what I listened to and I thought that in a way confirmed what you're saying because that was my playlist that I'd just done because yeah. that's what I listened to when I'm working judgment, out. Yeah. In a way, it was, it was an observation, but it was also judgment. Yeah, it was like, Otherwise it number one, why are you listening to this? <laughs> yeah. The, you know, the, if I'd been 25 and put it on, he would have gone smashing... Yeah, well, we wouldn't have mentioned Smashing tunes. That's exactly what he would have said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think you can end up being a bit of an apologist. It's the same thing with, mm-hmm. you know, we've had discussions before and I don't, and I know it comes up in the first section of every bloody podcast, mm-hmm. but I don't do any pictures of me working out now or very very like yesterday it was just weights that I showed and a couple of people have said like "Mm, I don't think anybody wants to see a 60 year old man's body and I thought but that that's very representative of society isn't it it's almost a judgmental thing is that well unless you've got a either a young body or the person who calls you Peter Pan (laughs) I mean I really wouldn't trust a thing they said (laughs) no I mean in terms no I mean society as a whole has a sort of like you're 16 you're taking your shirt off an individual you know yeah Gen- yeah. general yeah. It's, it's almost like you get to a certain age it's crazy, where you isn't don't it? but you show me some um older gentlemen who have who are fitness fanatics and yeah. they're in amazing shape yeah and they're yeah. likely to live all being well they're going to give themselves a really good chance to to keep on going right yeah. and keep loving yeah. it and doing all the things the active things that people of their age just simply can't do but i think there is people that are prepared not prepared that's the wrong word people who i think judgmental is what you oh, yeah, said I think, yeah i think it it's is. weird i've just got this you know the old and the young and the middle age you know we're again we're all trying yeah. to compartmentalize aren't we i think it's a gender thing as well because i think yeah. what i'm finding with women are, are beyond a certain age maybe beyond i don't know 45 50 whatever mm. they'll be the first one you know she should know better that sort of judgment you know mm. she's not 16 anymore she shouldn't be wearing that that still exists it yeah, definitely it does, does yeah, still yeah, exist yeah, does, yeah. but i think what's interesting around women that are making especially um women that are working out and actively changing their bodies that there becomes quite a lot of pride and positive judgment towards that like well fair play on you for doing that whereas i don't necessarily think it is quite the same for blokes i've got a question for you You know when i mentioned the the film twins in the last yeah have you ever seen twins no (laughs) (laughs) i know i listened back i thought you went yeah i went you know twins and you went yeah and i thought i've seen i've seen the cover of the dvd because it's like (laughs) ironic because they don't look like twins i guess and i just i knew it i just had to bring that up but i've realized that i need to um listen i made a a little list very short list of films that i think you should start on good if if you're interested in i reckon i probably said do you have time to sit and the attention and no no desire no (laughs) no so is this a waste of time? Or you, I, mean, no, I can tell you no. that... there'll be people that'd be interested. You can take a, <laughs> just not you. No. I, I'm doing so, this more and more when you're talking about something and I'm just going, yeah. that's probably enough. So twins, I think, would be good because we just oh. talked about it. Well, you've told me this, everything now. Well, I'm giving the plot away. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, Wally, which is the Pixar film about the little robot. I think I might have seen that. Have you? Mm. Where he goes to space. Have you seen that? No, He's basically know. tidying up the, the world because we've, we've fucked it up maybe uh back to the future one to three i think it's important for you to watch. um well have you seen any of those no but what's the one in la universal this before you said i've been to the set of yeah yeah the one in los angeles is actually the set yeah, of Hill back Valley. To the future yeah well, i've seen that next <laughs> you haven't seen the films I've seen that's the car. just such a thing huh i've seen the car and i think you sit in it and do stuff anyway carry on i'm not gonna watch that. uh star wars oh fuck off what one no, what? no, don't, don't put, <laughs> yeah. putting numbers next to it. Oh, oh, I'll do six then. No, I think you should do four to nine, Star Wars, Rogue One and no. Solo. And no. then the Bourne trilogy, because I think you like them. How many of those? <laughs> actually, that's actually more than three. That's actually true. Bourne three. No, that's the one with the lions. <laughs> yeah, you've <laughs> fucking seen that one, haven't you? Because it's fucking old for old people, <laughs> you oldie. I'm desperately trying to think of films that I have watched. I've watched loads. The ones that no one's ever heard of. Just not good with relevant. names. Anyway, um, also in the last pod, reference to that, you, when I was talking about, we talking about wearing clothes on the plane, and you went, yeah. oh, I'm not going to wear all my clothes because that's ridiculous. Yeah. I said someone who wears all their clothes to bed, <laughs> which yeah, I thought was true. brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I don't mean to be, all my bookmarks aren't picking holes in you. No. I just, it just made me laugh. Just on a run. On yeah, a slide where you go, <laughs> now that's fine, but that is a little bit yeah. weird. <laughs> I love that. Your kind of, your boundary's hilarious. Although some like washing cars, strangers' cars. It's like, <laughs> that's a boundary. <laughs> yeah. It's a clear boundary, isn't it? When I first started saying the story, your eyes are going like, no. you're no, not even lying, lying are you? Don't, Mark, please tell me you didn't clean. Oh, you did. 
<laughs> it's great though. It's a good story, isn't it? Mm. Keeping. I like it. I like doing like this because I like reacting rather than because I had one up my it's sleeve. Like you're squaring up to me now. Yeah, you're just gonna. <laughs> got, you just, I brought your shoulder and your chest out, and I'm gonna I'm batter you in a minute. Oh, I've just been doing loads you of exercises another bookmark on the course. Right now, I'm gonna absolutely finish you, son. Right. Go on then. Uh, Dolly the sheep. Yeah, is dead. Mm-hmm. Our resident army captain. Uh, actually, he, <laughs> <laughs> the sawn off. <laughs> no, he actually wrote in. Yeah. The email be not long after uh, yeah. it came out. So she was born in the 5th of July, 1996 in Scotland and mm. died on the 14th of February, 2003, age six. But she had complications, health complications. Okay. Probably the fact she was made in a lab. Mm. God rest her soul. And um, this is a bit sad. The New York Times had uh, someone on Instagram the other day, it's a picture of two northern white rhinos, the mm. last two oh, yeah. northern yeah. white rhinos left yeah. on earth because the, the last of the male species... Um, Sudan died in 2018 mm. and his daughter and granddaughter Najin and Fatu became the only two of their kind left now they live out their days in a strange existential twilight a state of limbo that scientists call functional extinction it mm. is sad isn't it it's haunting yeah. isn't it it's yeah. their subspecies is no longer viable two females obviously all by themselves would not be able to save it no and the picture I mean, is, is stunning I'll put a link up but absolutely heartbreaking mm. there's literally nothing you can do but maybe i don't know maybe there's some genetics going on I'm talking about dolly maybe they can just yeah spin something i'm out. sure they're taking dna and th- yeah, one day they're able to. we are probably into we probably already are with a jurassic park i mean that just seems far-fetched doesn't it but it is based on what science is able to do yeah you'd like to think they could turn that around mm. but god we're assholes aren't we mm. it's brought it down a bit it has isn't it Antiques Roadshow, that'll cheer you up. <laughs> or have you got another bookmark? You have another one there. Bring that up and then I'll do Antiques Roadshow for you. It's just come into my mind. Oh, I've actually got one. I thought you'd just been funny. No, no, I mean, no. You are funny. No, actually. no. Is there, is there another one? Yeah, Bitcoin. One oh, yeah. We predict something. The world goes mad. We did mention it, didn't we? Did we yeah. mention it on the, on, the, the, on the financial one we talked about, mm, didn't we? Definitely. So there's two stories that came up this week, actually. I know one of them. Yeah, because I sent it to you. Oh, well, our you? beautiful listeners probably aren't aware. And if okay. they are, they can just have to listen, <laughs> sit through this. They're on a similar tip. There's a little bit of a clue yeah. for the first story. I'm not going to explain what Bitcoin is, but it's based on blockchain. People can go and look that up. It's really, really complicated. Yeah, it is a cryptocurrency, and it's probably the most popular one. There are a handful of them now. Mm. There's one kind of pretty much invented every minute. And if you were still on WhatsApp, you would have seen an offer from one of our mates. What, a Bitcoin offer? No, another new thing. The next Bitcoin. And why would it be the next Bitcoin? Only can he's going to get he's going to get ten dollars worth of that currency because he sent it to you and you sign up for ten dollars of that currency. Mm-hmm. They're all doing it. Mm-hmm. So why do you think it's the next big thing? Only because he gets ten bucks out of it. Mentioning no names, Wayne. Mm. Anyway, that might be the next bit. <laughs> yeah. One year later, you're going to be sorry. Yeah, he's you? driving around in you know his three Lambos. Um, so as as I talk at yeah. this minute, one Bitcoin is worth twenty seven thousand five hundred and three pounds and eleven pence. Mm pretty amazing really i remember looking at it when it first came out going just trying to understand it yeah thinking oh, shall i you know and i think i was my kind of my first job i think maybe mm-hmm. looking at it you know i got no disposable cash at that point but i think if i had i probably would have done because it's something i probably would have done yeah it was like when leicester won the premiership at five thousand to one and everyone goes why didn't i just put a fiver on that of course but yeah. i mean you can't no. that that isn't the same it in terms of no one could have guessed with bitcoin yeah retrospectively you can mm. go back and go so, I, I used to buy cougarans Back in the day. Cougarans. They're um, blocks of gold from South Africa. Oh, when right. I was at school, I used to invest in cougarans. All right. Still got any? No, I sold them. Did you physically have them? Yeah, Or did yeah, you just invest in someone who's... No, no, no. Okay. I bought them and sent them in the post. Well, they, are they worth anything now? Back in the day. I don't know if they still gold, exist. Gold, or is yeah, it yeah. Type? Solid gold. Okay. So it's like, I think it was something like quarter ounce, half ounce, you know, those sort of... Okay. I invested in gold and silver a lot in my teens. Right. Because... Um, you were wise beyond your years. We were, really. It was exchange and mark. This was the funniest thing. I used to collect coins and stamps. Mm, nerd. <laughs> I told you about my um, how I made my money to buy my motorbike. I must have told you this. Cigarette card. Cigarettes. Cigarette cards. Oh, no, that's how I got Santana albums. No, the... Um, <laughs> Sorry, I... Um, <laughs> the washing powder. I must have told you this. Coupon? No. Uh, okay, okay, very quickly. Come this, on, I'm this talking is, about Bitcoin here. This is where I got... No, oh, no, about... you do Bitcoin. No, it's all right. No, this is better. No. So, <laughs> so... Is this where you cleaned up? I was very... <laughs> I should have left that for later, shouldn't I? Yeah. yeah. Um, I've always been very entrepreneurial. And this was when I was at school. Inflation was running at about 20%. So my mind thought... And you, savings accounts then were much better. You could get decent mm-hmm. savings because of inflation. Yeah. And I thought it's far better to piggyback onto inflation than 
put your money in savings. So the money that I was earning, things like I rented some garden from my mum. I told you that, didn't I? No. So I rented some garden and grew vegetables and then sold them back to my mum. But I had to pay a rent <laughs> for the garden. Yeah, very entrepreneurial. She, so, yeah. And she made, we all made, everyone was happy. Yeah. So I realised that if you bought something that was um, non-perishable. Perishable. Yeah. Mm. If you bought something that was non-perishable on January the 1st, yeah. on December the 31st, a year later, with inflation at 20%, you would have made 20% return on your money. That's how inflation works. Yeah. As long as the item you bought was basically consistent. Yeah. So, so it isn't an investment as such. It's just going, all things being equal, something costs £1 January yeah. the 1st, it'll cost £1.20 December the 31st. Yeah. So with all the money that I've made from growing vegetables, washing cars, other people, theft, <laughs> drug running, the usual, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to list anymore. To be fair, but, washing cars is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Three quarter washing cars. Never made as much as I could have done. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I invested in personal automatic washing powder and it was always personal. And I stored it in my bedroom, piles upon piles of washing all powder. All the things you were going to... Every time I earned money, I went, especially I would do it with coupons or they didn't have two for one back in the day, but they would have special offers and things like that. So whenever it was reduced, I would invest my money. So my bedroom, lovely smelling bedroom for a teenage boy, to be honest, under the bed, all the sides, absolutely rammed. And I just sat on this for a year right? and then sold it to either my mum or my mum's friends and going, well, look, personal's going to cost you, you know, whatever it is in the shops now. Yeah. So I'd buy it at a pound. Yeah. It would then be one pound twenty in the shop. Yeah. So I'd sell it at one pound fifteen. <laughs> sell it at a pound. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rubbing your ass. Cover my costs. <laughs> yeah. It's not too big a price for a lovely fresh bedroom. <laughs> and although it was only small amounts in those days, it was a decent. It's yeah. the return that's important. So if I'm making fifteen percent, if someone said to you, mm. "Invest all the money you've got and make fifteen percent over a year," you'd yeah. be chuffed. So that's then how your mum bought- charged you. Storage. 15p <laughs> per box storage. Yeah, she found a finder's fee. Yeah. Her mates would come around. Yeah. yeah. Cleaned up. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> right. Um, this So Bitcoin, for now, people have obviously not listened to your story and gone out and researched what Bitcoin is all about. So they're all up to date. Yeah. Um, there's a chap in Newport um, who threw away a laptop hard drive containing Bitcoin and he believes what he had on there is now worth about £210 million. Mm. Pounds. So he's contacted his council uh, to ask if he can go and root around in the landfill for it. So James Howells had 7,500 bitcoins, a virtual currency, yes, we know that, uh, which he mistakenly threw away in 2013. He said he was willing to donate 25% of the value of the bitcoins to his home city of Newport in South Wales. You could buy Newport for 25 million. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That would be about 52.5 million uh, if if he found the hard drive. Newport Council said excavation was not possible under its licensing permit. Mm. Good luck to him finding that. Didn't you originally send it to me to say he had two guesses? No, it's a different chap. That's a different so one. Is, yeah. oh, okay. So the other guy, um, mm-hmm. who's a guy in America, knows where his Bitcoin is. Yeah. And not buried. <laughs> not buried. This is this would make probably make a really good film. Um, I'll try and follow this up to see how he gets on. Programmer Stefan Thomas has forgotten the password that will allow him to unlock a hard drive containing $240 million worth of Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. So after 10 failed attempts, the password will encrypt itself, making the wallet impossible to access. And there's been a couple of people that have offered to help him for Mm. a cut. Mm. And that's as kind of as far as he's got. But that's How could they help him? Because I sent a couple of suggestions through to you. (laughs) <laughs> password and was it one, one two, two three, three four, four five. five yeah i mean i'm not saying that he's going to take my advice no no but imagine it's just a thought it'd be funny if it was something like that wouldn't it password mm. one two three or something so we'll see how, yeah this person who's offered to help him has said well i'll do it for 10 percent." it's incredible that it's worth so much it's also yeah. incredible it's so unstable in terms of the the, the systems and the infrastructure yeah. in place that you can't either can't get to it or it's not you, or, piles of washing powder is it no <laughs> no yeah exactly i rarely watch television but I yeah, like established that. Sometimes I'll put it on. I will put on trash as white noise. You talk noise. about bargain hunt or home yeah, yeah. the hammer a lot. Yeah, I love trashy TV mm. as a sort of wallpaper. Mm. Really, love do you it. like come dine with me? Yep, it's good, isn't it? <laughs> there's there's another one that will absolutely blow your mind. Seriously, yeah. What's that? I don't know why this hasn't won Oscars. Is this what you're talking about now? No, oh. four in a bed. It is so good. Is Seriously. that the one where the people come around the house? And stay at each other's B&Bs 
Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, they, so they stay at little hotels or bed and breakfast and they basically rip it to pieces because they find one pubic hair in the bed and basically, right. you know. Right. Oh, it's so good. Okay. So good. Yeah, right. yeah that give that a go. Good. Give yeah. that a go. Thanks. Top tip. We're running late, but sounding great. Habit forming with streaks. Mm. Stre- I cannot remember what pod it came up on, but streaks came up when we were talking about, I think, uh, maybe habit build, but I think it was more, we're kind of touching on addiction, I think, at the time. Yeah. Or certainly ad- addictive tendencies and the idea of, I think we might have even talked about not drinking and that becoming a streak. Yeah. Certainly the 10,000 steps mm-hmm. became the streak mm-hmm. thing, didn't it? Yeah, and we you, talked if about you, that If you lot. get into that and you start to get the habit going, but the, the benefit as a streak is that you don't want to break the streak Therefore, you keep on doing it. Yeah. I don't know what you've prepared as ever because you have uh-huh. prepared, but I would I would like to go back to the streak and addiction bit. Yeah. If that's okay with you. Yeah, we can do that. There's something called, have you heard of the Seinfeld strategy? Mm-hmm. Oh, you have? Yeah. Okay, cool. There's a, a young comedian called um, Brad Isaac starting out on the comedy cir- circuit and he bumped into Jerry Seinfeld um, while he's performing and, um, th- and had this kind of conversation with him. So this is how he described his interaction. So the way to be a better comic was to create better jokes and the way to create better jokes was to write every day. Mm-hmm. He told me to get a big wall calendar that has a whole year on one page and hang it on a prominent wall. The next step was to get a big red magic marker. And he said, for each day that I do my task of writing, I get to put a big red X over that day. Mm. So he felt says, after a few days, you'll have a chain. Just keep it up and the chain will grow longer every single day. You'll like seeing that chain, especially when you get a few weeks under your belt. Mm. And the only job you have to do is not break the chain. Yeah. The point here is that Seinfeld didn't mention anything about results. Mm-hmm. which I think is the important thing mm-hmm. to remember here. And there's kind of one caveat to this Seinfeld strategy is that you need to pick a task that is meaningful enough to make a difference, yeah. but simple enough that you can get it done. Yeah. There's a simple premise, isn't it, actually, mm-hmm. when you think about it, and you can apply it to anything. Mm-hmm. Of course, you're not going to do something that is so awful, and so, you know, it has to be something that you're going to get something out of, right? Yeah, although, and I, I agree. And otherwise, like, otherwise, why would, yeah, why why would, would you do, do something yeah. that's going to persecute yourself? Yeah. But it was interesting in the discussion with Brian, in the last pod when he was mentioning streaks for rest mm. and we sort of laughed and I thought but that is a huge benefit though that isn't is it? a is huge it? benefit yeah but it isn't necessarily most not of them so tend to be proactive I'm going to run more yes you know, not yeah, drink no, or whatever right. not but like yeah we did touch on it didn't we that not everybody is good at taking rest taking no. time taking breaks relaxing their mind or body at the same time mm. the sign strategy works because it helps to take the focus off individual performance and puts the emphasis on process instead it's not about how you feel how inspired you are or how brilliant your work is that day instead it's just about not breaking the chain yeah i wanted to talk about uh, one of uh, seth godin's blogs where he talks about streaks uh, where he writes, today's the 11th year in a row of daily posts on this blog. Nearly 5 million words since my first post 20 years ago. And I haven't missed a day, given some time zone wiggle room since 2008. So he says, streaks are their own reward. Streaks create internal pressure that keeps streaks going. Streaks require commitment at first, but then the commitment turns into practice and the practice into habit. Habits are much easier to maintain than commitments. Uh, and he says, I'm pretty sure that the blog will still have an impact if I missed a day here or there. But once a commitment is made to a streak, the question shifts from should I blog tomorrow to what will tomorrow's blog say? Yeah, yeah, I like that. Is it worth saying that we're, uh, we're yeah. revisiting this bit, <laughs> <Yeah>. Mark? <laughs> I think we are. Seamless in the edit. We recorded it three days, I can't remember, three days yeah. ago. And we've listened back and listened back. You sent you sent it. Well, in fact, even before you sent it back, I went, This isn't good enough. True. Yeah, you it did. just it was just about an hour after you got home, I think. You were like yeah. nope. I went, let's, I said, let's just head to tit and see how it goes. <laughs> and you went, No, it was even worse than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I, I said to you when we yeah, came apparent here a quarter of an hour ago, is firstly it's a hands up in terms of mm. yeah, we're gonna redo it. We're gonna yeah. make it better than it was. Mm. And just been just been thinking about having to see that as a positive, do you yeah. mean? Having a bit of recollection and just thinking in retrospect, we talked about retrospect quite a bit. In retrospect, we could have given a better fifteen minutes. Yeah, so, work in progress, etc., etc. Et Actually, we very. I don't think we've ever really re-recorded anything. No, we've no. had a couple, haven't we? Where we've just gone, oh my god. Yeah, we can get away with that. <laughs> yeah, but also, I think for me, it's that there's so many things we plan it, we 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 start talking about it, yeah. and then you suddenly you start going, oh my god, that. There's that. What about that? Oh my God, there's a thing. Yeah. I think one of the things was when we kind of listen back to the, the opening of, of this little section, it was, it was a, the Seinfeld strategy was based on process. 
yeah. rather than outcome. Yeah. Is it just about process or there has to be an outcome or is the process the outcome? Yeah. I.e. the outcome is I'm going to stick to something. It almost doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. But then we also said it needs to be something meaningful or something yeah. you're going to enjoy. Yeah. And then I was getting all confused, like, have we actually said the right thing? But I think it's clear to say that it's about both, isn't it? Process mm-hmm. is really important. Mm-hmm. And to do things consistently and well and stick at them, yeah. there will be an outcome. Mm-hmm. The streak itself could be an outcome. Yeah. Or there could be an outcome, i.e. losing weight, exercise, drinking less. Mm. I, um, think, I think on that one, just something that's come into my mind is... Um, something that PTs will know is something called RPE, which is the rate of perceived exertion. And quite often we'll say to a client on a scale of one to 10, you know, how are you finding that? Or how hard is that? Or how difficult is it? And that gives us some sort of guideline. Yeah. Do you do that with me? No, your face, your face tells <laughs> me. I don't remember you asking, is this or all right? I'm like, oh. Or if it hurts too much, you just refuse to do it. <laughs> I, I think what I was going to say with this is that Similar in terms of perceived exertion, there's a certain element with um, a streak of setting the bar too low mm. is your right. The process yeah. is reward in itself. Yeah. But I feel that there's always going to be that sense of dissatisfaction of, you know, spending three minutes, like the stupid BBC documentary the other day that said you only need to train six, oh, six minutes a week that's right, for yeah. muscle strength. And, yeah. Okay. So the point I'm trying to make is the process correct having a streak positive yeah and we're going to discuss well positives and negatives yeah but what you're trying to achieve is also important and having that balance between the achievable and something that is so easy that it doesn't give you that element of satisfaction when you've achieved it yeah the other thing is not to make it too hard yeah it doesn't have to be daily does it no it can be, it, you know, the streak can be anything, but it's just, it's just the next, it, it's the next block in the building yeah. a streak, isn't it? Yeah. So if it's too hard and you don't do it, that could be detrimental to your mental health, couldn't it? Yes. If you're not the kind of person to go, oh, well, you know, kick on, do better tomorrow. And just, you know, because yeah. streaks can get a little bit obsessive, can't they? And mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> for some people, um, so that can be a benefit in itself because it's obviously you really don't want to, you really don't want to, you really don't want to. And then, but of course, there is a downside to that. If you break it, you could kick your own ass and then you're, it hasn't been helpful at all. No. You might not even start again because you're too busy kicking your own ass. Yeah. And the takeaway on this, one of the things we discussed was having more takeaways because our first attempt at this became... Self-indulgent? <laughs> Sorry? Self-indulgent? I just think it was badly aimed. I just think we ended up talking about dry January. Unintentionally. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah Two <we> sober <laughs> guys going, how stupid dry January is. Um, <laughs> So the takeaway on this was that I mentioned to you just before we started recording um, about the Streak app that you had seen. And there are a number, but there is one just called Streak. And it's very interesting for me that, and I think very positive, that when you look at the Streak app, the Streak doesn't have to be every day or every hour or every week. Right. So one of them was a Monday to Friday Streak that was reflected. I think one of the, the examples they gave was walking to work. Right. Well, you don't walk to work necessarily if you're working Monday to Friday on a Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So it was interesting that the streak, you could you could plan the streak to go every weekday I'm walking to work right, okay. rather than every day. And you could adapt the app so it didn't show up as, yeah. oh, you failed on Saturday. You put streaks into Google mm. and you do get the app. There's lots of, and I didn't really click into them. And then you mm. mentioned it on the, on the review of this, you mentioned the apps. Yes. Because we were talking about it. Then we we're kind of saying, obviously, because it's quite, you know, an obsessive, arguably addictive thing. Mm-hmm. We'll kind of cover that, I think, another time in mm-hmm. terms of the, the mm. 12 step stuff and streaks, um, which we have touched on before. Yeah. When we're talking to Brian and we're talking about, he, he was talking about Headspace and you said, mm-hmm. oh, I use Calm. Yeah. And you mentioned then, and we didn't get into it, that there was a streak feature in that. Yeah. So you can then develop, I guess, you know, positive habits through yes. streaking, but via the app, which I wasn't aware of. I don't use Calm very much. Mm. As I said last time, I smashed, <laughs> smashed my phone yeah. trying to do a meditation. Anyway, and I just immediately went, oh my God, that's the dopamine loop. Yes. That's the compulsion loop. So now they are Calm and Headspace aren't getting you away from your phone, mm. but they are tools to help you, help you meditate, help yeah. you calm down, help yeah. you relax, help, you know, mindfulness, etc. And I immediately went, they're using the addictive nature of streaks, of of notification, of, you know, digital, mm, mm. to do kind of the opposite thing yeah, of what yeah. they're trying to do. Take away the pressures of normal everyday life, but make sure that you, <laughs> yeah. you do it every day. Yeah. yeah. So don't don't kind of create a bad habit, and, you know, the old don't work yeah. too hard. Yeah. Close your laptop, get away from your laptop. Yeah. And come on and, you know, just create that kind of dopamine mm. compulsion loop mm. thing over here. Why not? Because I guess all these apps, really cynically, all want eyeballs. Yeah. 
That's what any app yeah. wants. The more yeah. you use it, the, more, the longer you stay on it, the more they can justify the value yeah. of that to whoever. So, yeah, I'm not familiar with the streak thing in Calm. So if, do you it use was, it? It isn't as um, obvious. It's more the reporting. Right. So, so I had the other so day... it's not a feature as such. Just, it, it's there... It's being recorded. Uh, you have okay. to look for it a bit more. Right, okay. But as I said, when we were talking to Brian, you get your resume of the year. Mm. So it was a bit like Spotify. And I noticed yeah. a lot of apps are doing this now, yeah. a summary of your yeah, year. Yeah. I think one of them was, I saw this, I think it was on Deliveroo. Oh, no, no, no. It was um, Monza. Is that the new bank? Monza, the online? Yeah. yeah. They'd done... Um, Here's where you spend all your money. Yeah. And this one guy, had said, <laughs> it was like... Is something like 99% of your expenditure has been in Hackney. And this guy goes, that's the McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, everyone's doing this sort of resume of where you are. So the streak yeah. wasn't, it doesn't sort of pop up and go, well done, this is 120 days where yeah. you mind. It's from. playing into something though, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. tapping into. And then when that. I read it, I went, oh, I thought I'd maybe done a bit more. You know, there was a sort of judgment on my behalf yeah. of how much mindfulness I'd done. Which <laughs> yeah. is like, probably not what, what is correct. So for Christ's sake, Mark, open your laptop, do some work, <laughs> honestly. You're too full of mindfulness now. <laughs> We've had a, a constant narrative, if you like, about you know, media and its influence. Mm. And it was interesting, one of my daughters, when I mentioned I'd gone on to Signal, right, yeah. um, said, why are you leaving WhatsApp? And I explained why, and she went, honestly, do you think they care less about you telling Damo you're going to be 10 minutes late for the podcast? And I went totally <laughs> and she said why and i said because every single piece of information and i know it's a cliche but if anything's free then you're the product mm -hmm. and james smith did a very good i don't know if it was a live or a podcast on this the other day and he was saying basically he said like i'm working my butt off for instagram you know i'm up to three quarters of a million yeah every time i do something they're waiting for me to do something because it's generating yeah and he said they don't give me a penny yeah, yeah. He had to work hard for his blue tick and it's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm working my butt off and yeah, Instagram yeah. are going, just work harder, James. Just yeah. post more, yeah. get more people involved. Yeah, that's it. So what I said to, to, to my daughter was, per se, they don't care, but I turned all my microphones off. Mm. I've now turned them all on to mm. see what adverts come through. Um, and I'm getting a lot for expensive watches and diamond jewellery. Don't know why. Because you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're a baller. Because I'm loaded. <laughs> Is that so, a new hat? Hmm? Is that a new hat? Have you been spending? New to you. New to <laughs> okay, you. Okay, right. I thought you'd been spending no, all your millions. No. <laughs> Some of us are self-employed and get no money. <laughs> so the point we're going to say is that we'd said about digital. And so when I was, the reason I was having this discussion was I said to my daughter um, about doing the streaks. Yeah. And she had said, oh, did you mention Snapchat? And I went, no, because I'm old. Um, well, we just had the whole thing about how much youth you are. You know, yeah, but Snapchat's real youth, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, she was saying the streak on Snapchat was basically that you had um, an interaction with a, a friend right. every day and you didn't miss that. And I said... And that is a measurement, because I'm, I'm not familiar, is that a measurement? That is, is, that, is it ever kind of feature? Yeah, yeah. So it's you're now you're, on a... You know, it's actually done, called a Snapchat streak. five of five days, you know, done... Yeah, okay. Yeah. So okay, it's like, right. for the last 10 days, you have spoken to this person, right. and then it becomes for 50 and 100. Right, yeah. So I said, where did it end up? And she said, it ended up over 500 with this one particular friend. Great. But I said, during that time, I said, like, you were on holiday, and you were abroad, and you were at oh, school, right, yeah. and you were ill. And she said, um, we gave each other logins so that we could keep the streak going if one of us couldn't do it. And I said, give me an example. And she said, if I was somewhere where I'd run out of data and I couldn't find Wi-Fi. Should you like pass it on to someone to do Quickly, someone keep my streak going. Oh my. And I said, well, that's a big pressure. And she said, that's yeah, huge. totally. So, yeah, I mean, and that's. I never knew they did. Yeah, and the figures that. come up and they come up for different people. So it's almost like, yeah. a, you know, 500 for this person, three for this. It's obvious who my friend is. There's all sorts of pressures, but also what if you don't hit it? Yeah. You've done 500. There's that point where we've gone too far now. We can't stop. And that's, you know, yeah. a successful street. That's why it becomes successful, yeah. isn't it? And also the pressure from your friend. Like, we just meant what happened. You yeah. Know, we've had a year, a year and a half of, you know, this. And you've, you've let it slip. Is it that unimportant to you? On that note, this blog post, which I put a link up to by someone called Louise Orders, where she says, it's relevant to what you're saying, yeah. a streak is the conscious work of consistency. It's new and it takes energy. It's a habit when it starts to get easier, less mental energy and juggling to make it happen. You're drawn towards it instead of pushing yourself to it. It makes you smile. Yeah. Now, everything you've just described, 
isn't that, isn't, isn't that for that just sounds stressful yeah that sounds like it's well exactly that streak isn't getting isn't a habit that's getting easier mm. you've got admin you're employing people to do it for yeah. you, <laughs> you and it serves it's no like purpose. i'm doing my ten thousand steps today can you go out and do it for me yeah it doesn't mean anything no does it but well like i said they're they're getting something out of that's not benefiting the person but what they're getting isn't true no, well, it what is it where it represents? It's a measure of friendship. No, can, well, it, it certainly could be, couldn't it? It can be construed that way. Don't break it, because if way. you don't, no, we're, we're over, yeah. we're done. Yeah. That could be really dangerous. Or how come it? you've kept it going with somebody else? So then you get a ranking of friendships, oh, don't God, you? Oh, God, yeah. So, so really I guess like most things in life, there's things, there's tools we can use and there's there's methodologies and there's yeah. things, but a lot of them can be used for good. Yeah. And clearly some of them can be turned to evil. <laughs> and I, I imagine your average 14-year-old schoolgirl isn't going to go, well, I've been listening to a pod, and basically, let's try and make these streaks a bit more. Let's talk about, you know, yeah, our yeah, five yeah. a day. Yeah. <laughs> Control through fear. Is that what that? that? That's what that is. That's okay. That instance, I think, was fear. That was fear, yeah, fear of missing out, fear of breaking yeah. a friendship, yeah. fear of being seen well, as fear freaky. Of, fear of missing out is the ultimate yeah. downside of digital isn't it yeah in terms of fear in because we're going to probably touch on this around mental health and the yeah. effects of streaks in terms yeah. of you know that's a negative form yeah how i was seeing fear is that if the process of the streak becomes overwhelming yeah i looked into something that i'm going to start doing more of so i looked about the word streak and it's very hard to find the definition in the way we're using it yeah, it is. It doesn't really come across, and I thought that no. would be number one. You have to dig for it, yeah. So one of the things I found through the wonder of Google is the usage of different words over time. Oh, right. Um, and so in the 50s, the streak was a lot more used. Right. And it took a real sort of dive, 50s, 60s, 70s. It went down an awful lot. Right. I guess it popped up a bit when streaking became a thing. But I've noticed yeah. in the last few years it started coming up again, which is probably using streak in a different way than it used to be used. Yeah. The point I wanted to make was I then looked back. A lot of the stuff in the, the, the 50s and 60s was around things like lucky streak. So it would be on the roulette table. It mm. would be linked to, yeah, say, yeah, okay. gambling or good fortune or yeah. almost superstition. I'm on a really lucky well, I guess it's streak. used in scratch cards and stuff, isn't it? That kind of language as well, isn't yeah. it? Streak yeah. Streak and, yeah. And you also hear reference it on the TV when someone does really well, sort of getting six questions right on a quiz show and someone goes oh like you should buy a lottery ticket today yeah, yeah, it's yeah, almost yeah, about yeah. that that if you've got loads of things that have gone well in a row yeah. i.e a streak yeah then somehow you're destined to continue on that line yeah yeah um, the the habit that i'm trying to do which is working every time mm -hmm. the my supplements are next to the coffee machine so i put the yeah. coffee machine on in the morning and i go oh the right eye line and i, I take see them. them every time i come in your kitchen yeah i see those and it's working and um yeah. you were talking about habit stacking yeah but that is a habit stack, isn't it? So yeah. my routine and my habit is getting the coffee. That's that's a habit that I don't even have to think about yes. these days. Yeah. So stacking the supplement is is the habit stacking bit. Yeah. Which and I that that, really that helped that helped streak. So this is from Atomic Habits yeah. by James Clear, and mm. it was I know I was doing some work with a few people around hydration. I know it it always seems to be a critical thing. Why is hydration such a problem? But one of the things that we were using was having um a glass of water next to your toothbrush but already filled yeah because people are oh yeah i've got a glass or a cup in the bathroom but no fill it yeah and then when you brush your teeth mm -hmm. you didn't you never have to think about brushing your yeah. teeth that's yeah. no longer a, yeah. a habit it's yeah. a default mm -hmm. so that would be the stacking that you'd have your glass of water yeah. as you brush your teeth and then it becomes the norm and like you're saying with the supplements that's yeah. a because even if you miss one on the coffee in the morning you're going to be making another coffee. That, that's it. That's exactly right. You're yeah. not going to miss them. Because the days I have missed doing it, I've got home, put a coffee machine, I've gone, oh. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Work. I like the idea that it's just a small step. We talk about small steps. It's just yes. a small step away, isn't it? If you've got, why not piggyback something that's already a successful yes. and yeah. positive habit yeah. with another? Yeah. Uh, what are the key kind of takeaways for uh, streaking? We've always sort of talked, we've talked about to build a habit, uh, make it fun. Mm -hmm. Safe to say, keep it achievable. Definitely. If not, think about habit stacking. It works both ways. If it's not achievable and you fail, yeah. that ain't going to work. If you know it's a piece of piss. Yeah. So it is finding that happy medium. Yeah, so why are you, why are you doing it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's always, with anything anyone's doing, it's always good to think, actually, why am I doing this? Yeah, um, yeah. I guess it's important not to kick yourself if you do miss it. You know, you break the chain. Yeah. Keep going, I guess. Have you got any kind of thoughts around? The one thought I have on that is sometimes people will say to me, I'm not going to drink for 30 days, as I mentioned to you before. But the caveat is 
I won't except for these three occasions. Now I think that's fine. If you then wrap that up as a streak, it feels like three failures. Yeah. Rename it. It doesn't, not everything has to be a streak. Yeah, so yeah, it yeah. can be, instead of drinking for 30 days, I'm going to drink for three. So I'm going to reduce my drinking by 90%. Mm-hmm. But if you go, I'm not going to drink for January, and you already know that it's a birthday celebration or something, and you're, you can still have a massive improvement. Not everything has to be a streak is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. You, can, you can make a, a commitment and seek accountability with somebody else yeah. without going, I will not. Mm. Because if you know in your heart of hearts, you will, yeah. then you're setting yourself up to fail. So yeah. I think that that's my takeaway on this is that streaks are important and maybe start slow. You know, you could go, I'm not going to drink for the next seven days. Don't set yourself up when you can see something on the horizon mm. that might challenge that streak. Mm. So call it, you know, a commitment to reduce or share with someone that your intention is, I don't know, not to drink on a weekday. That's just as important as going, right, I've now gone X number of days without drinking. When we were talking about redoing this and I sort of saying about mental health, mm. I, th- I think, this is almost my trigger warning. I don't know if I've shared this with you. I've written to complain to the BBC about that mm. um, thing. Yeah, yeah. And I don't see if you, don't know if you saw my Insta story. I did. Where they suggested I send a comment because they don't have many people into work. Yeah, basically, I haven't got time for you. Yeah, for your, it actually uh, said, don't yeah. complain, but if you can send a comment and just let us briefly know what's, what's yeah. up. The trigger warning I was going to give on this is that people who have whatever mental health position they may be in, to put another layer on that at the wrong time mm-hmm. can be more detrimental yes so no matter how positive it sounds to i'm going to do this what i would say is that if you have either mental health problems that are fluctuating or mental health problems that are are, are filling your mind taking on something else that can can end up in failure or yeah. perceived failure yeah true yeah it's something that you should really think carefully about yeah although i'm a massive proponent of of streaks and i do use them with clients there is a big word of warning and a streak can be a day yeah yes. just for today yeah and we've used this phrase before just for today i'm not going to yeah or just for today i I'm am going, going to, to. Yeah. so i would say Instead of going, you know, this is coming back to our original edit about why New Year resolutions and having dry January and all that, it's the wrong way. Find a day, find an hour, one step at a time. So brain food, hopefully this is, um, I'm not sure it's something you've heard of, the Uncanny Valley. No. It kind of occurred to me. You've um, mentioned it a couple of times. Yeah. And I guess it's kind of the definition of brain food. It's about food mm-hmm. and about your brain. So we've touched on how plant-based food producers are hell-bent on making their products mimic the inherent characteristics of meat products. Yes, we have mentioned that. We've done that. As if us humans couldn't possibly use our massively powerful imaginations to comprehend anything other than meat. And as we've discussed, I'm not sure vegans, vegetarians, are best pleased in having their packaged plant-based products reminding them of dead cooked Hmm, (laughs) animal flesh. Replicating the thing that gives them the most pain. Yeah. Uh, It's just got me thinking. I remember we we talked about it a few times and there was something that just kept coming up in my head, but I didn't know what it was. What's the point in making something that isn't the thing, but wanting it to look like the thing? Well, in fact, the (laughs) the the antithesis (laughs) of the thing, isn't it? (laughs) The best way I could, you know, ineloquently put it. Yeah. Why not make a new thing? Yeah. Um, And I didn't quite know what it was, but guardian article in 2019 by b B. wilson Mm -hmm. it's not that the concept of imitation meat is anything new for as long as there have been vegetarians or people too poor to buy meat there have been mock meats of one kind or another for centuries in russia cooks have made an aubergine puree that goes by the name of caviar or consider welsh glamorgan sausage made from cheese leeks and breadcrumbs which become popular during the second world war when meat was rationed i guess not new which Mm. was new to me Uh, the difference with the new fake meats is that thanks to developments in food technology many of them have become uncannily realistic in both texture and in appearance all major supermarkets are now pushing increasingly plausible meat-free versions of animal proteins from flaky fish to burgers oozing with beetroot juice mm. fascinated with what, what was the obsession what's making us want it to look like something mm. it isn't and also the names it, just in, yeah we talked about that haven't we yeah. why don't they come up with different names for, for vegetarian yeah. chicken um i then came on to something called skewermorphism mm-hmm. familiar with that no skewermorphs are used in design for a number of reasons sometimes they can be simply decorative or aesthetic to convey a mood However, they can also be used for more complex cognitive or functional reasons. An often used example is the Apple calculator on Mm -hmm. iOS. In the earliest versions of iOS, the calculator app looked a lot like a physical calculator. 
Hmm. It's almost like the leap was too much to make yeah. something that looked yeah. like something you hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. I guess it's about adoption as well. Yeah. well how how yeah. can we get people into this? So these vegan foods, such as fake chicken that tries to replicate the streaky texture of cooked chicken flesh or fake bacon with realistic visual streaks of pork fat mm. or bleeding burgers. I mean, we we're talking about the printed, yeah, yeah. the plant-based printed yeah, yeah, the joint of meat. Yeah. These are all classic examples of skeuomorphism. Mm-hmm. Think of it as holding someone's hands as they are crossing a bridge. For people new to veganism or people who just want to reduce their meat intake, then this serves as a way to bring people across to something new. Which okay. kind of starts to make sense. So, yeah, yeah. So maybe our negativity is the, that it's an entry level. Mm. And this got me thinking about robots mm-hmm. and I couldn't remember why. I remember reading something that I couldn't remember where I'd seen it, that something around that you trust things more if they look like something familiar. Okay. Which is exactly what skeuomorphism was. Yeah. This is the uncanny valley. In aesthetics, the uncanny valley is a hypothesized relationship between the degree of an object's resemblance to a human being and the emotional response to such an object. Yeah. The concept suggests that humanoid objects, which imperfectly resemble actual human beings, provoke uncanny or strangely familiar feelings of eeriness and mm. a revulsion in observers. So the valley denotes a dip in the human observer's affinity for the replica a relation that otherwise increases with the replica's human likeness. That's always been a bit of a fascination for me. You know, why do they try to make robots with human faces? Yeah. Or even sex dolls, for one thing. Well, I was going to say, the, sort of real. Living, the living dolls thing now in yeah. Japan is very big and yeah. that's becoming uncannily realistic. But it, but it is that thing where almost the closer it gets to the actual thing, it will never be close enough. Unless it's the real thing, it will never be close enough. And I think, you know, our human perception can pick those tiny, tiny nuances up maybe the fight or flight thing it, your, your brain is doing something to go that yeah. ain't right yeah that ain't yeah. things just built to protect you so this, a lot of this came out of robotics and um and computer generated design so examples can be found in robotics 3d computer animations and lifelike dolls with the increasing prevalence of virtual reality augmented reality and photorealistic computer animation the valley has been cited in reaction to the verisimilitude of the creation as it approaches indistinguishably from reality the uncanny valley hypothesis predicts that an entity appearing almost human will risk eliciting cold eerie feelings in viewers and i thought that was kind of a a prevalent thing with with the food why can't we just understand that it isn't me and just make something else make it round make it square it doesn't have to look like something else but i also read some kind of opinions where people were saying just because you're vegan doesn't mean you don't like the taste of meat we don't like the texture we don't like enjoying it or don't actually it's a moral or yeah exactly so you don't actually you don't actually appreciate how good it is for your body in terms of Mm -hmm. the nutrients and things that are in it but of course morally ethically they don't want to be doing that Mm. whether that's environmental or that's cruelty to animals or whatever yes. i ignorantly Makes more did, sense didn't, now, yeah. think, didn't yeah. think about our, our initial reaction is stick to your own isn't it yeah you, know, you go and do your veg and we'll do mm. our meat but yeah i think that's a really good point that yeah i think a lot of vegans would go i don't want to eat a pig but i can still appreciate yeah crispy bacon and yeah yeah antiques roadshow yeah isn't on my list of trashy TV. Right. Happened to be on the television. Um, my first girlfriend was on it. Again, she at the front door. Mm. Wow. Now, two things. Was she an antique? <laughs> <laughs> they kind of just like poking her going, oh, she could do with a bit of work, you know. She, she's a little bit chipped off her. There must what? be loads of jokes here. I can't think of yeah, I'm just no, looking I'm... at you. I'm just thinking, where have all the puns gone? <laughs> I think my wokeness is stopping yeah. me. Preempting discussion of my first girlfriend so so just to clarify your first girlfriend was on she'd brought an item on or was she one of the experts she it was celebrity antiques roadshow no not roadshow is Um, she a celebrity antique road strip antiques yeah yeah. where they go in old-fashioned cars there's a celebrity and an antiques dealer so she's a celebrity your first girlfriend well yes but hold on a minute i think i know who this is before you say it before you say before you say before you say (laughs) oh my mind's just gone no so I got a lot of stick. My heart's pounding. Because as the programme was on, yeah. I was then relaying the programme yeah. to my youngest daughter yeah. and going, it was funny seeing my first girlfriend on the television. Right. I explained, she went, that's not your first girlfriend. You were 11. I went, at 11, that's your first girlfriend. You're blooming, it's kiss chase, it's yeah. Yeah. stuff. Yeah. That's a girlfriend. Yeah. Anyway, so basically my story was just poo-pooed by going, no, that doesn't count. This ver- this first girlfriend of yours yep. is a celebrity. Well, I guess, yeah. Well, she was well, on celeb- a, celebrity as the ce- as the, ce- as the celebrity yeah, celebrities yeah. these days. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Air quotes. Yeah. Um, 
aren't always celebrated, yeah. should we say. She's well known. Yeah. Okay, cool. Right. So was she your 11-year-old first crush or was she an adult? Oh, God, no. I wish she'd been an so is this someone you went to school with? So I went to school with her. And, and ran around the playground with her? Yeah. I don't know, is that why your spent daughter a lot of went, time that's and, not a real relationship? Yeah, and was totally smitten. And then my best mate at school, yeah. who was like absolute, the star of the school, yeah. do you know what I mean? And Did he get the girl? I think he got the girl, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I think... I, to hear that I, I think... We're trying to lift the tone. It's all yeah. kind of gone a bit sad again. I had, well, I had, I had happy moments... We've got to be careful what we're saying here if you're 11. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I was very smitten with her. We used to do country dancing at school, and it was like, if you've got the chance to do country dancing. And, yeah, I was totally smitten with her. Did you get to do the do si with this person? <laughs> and she came around for birthday parties and that. But then this other person, my best friend, who was, I think he was basically, I think he had a small beard at the age of 11. He was that sort of advanced. I think he just muscled in and took away my glory but anyway when she came on it did revive old memories yeah it would do yeah you're looking at um, a name's just gone was she a swimmer nope oh, oh good it... 20 questions this makes it more of a game if I you don't does, know yeah. i don't think i've ever told you it only came into my mind that it had happened the other day i think i'm thinking of someone else who went out with a a, fi- a famous female swimmer it's not you then oh no. okay no okay do then you want me to carry on guessing yeah i think this will make a great pod okay is she um, um what are we going to have 10 questions uh, is she a TV personality? Nope. Is she a sporting personality? Nope. Is she a politician? Nope. Um, would I have heard of her? E, not her name, but when I tell you what she's famous for, you will have heard of that. You might not know her name. That's a bit cryptic. Oh, is she famous for in, for doing something? Inventing something? I think most people are famous for doing something. But like, not these days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be famous. Uh, <laughs> be on TV. Yeah. Did she invent something? Nope. Hmm. She was on with somebody, the other celebrity right. was a very close friend who I also knew of my crush. There's a bit of a clue. So there were two women. Are they an item? They were two thirds of an item. You have, you have said this. Okay. They're fruit based item. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got like two guesses left. Yeah. Um, was she one third of a famous UK female pop act yeah probably the best selling ever in the world i think from the uk probably i guess yeah come on well i think you got it i don't know her name but i think she was a third of banana rama you got it <laughs> amazing <laughs> so there we go so you play you know we're talking about kiss chase in the last episode yeah you play kiss chase with someone from banana rama yeah <laughs> are you gonna mention her name sarah sarah okay. darling yeah. okay cool yeah. that is cool but it's lovely to see her and the, the, the point i'm making is actually seeing her we were saying this before, you hear a certain song and yeah. it can just take you to a place. Or we're saying about you get food. Little, you get a little tingle in your belly. Yeah, seriously. It was just <laughs> your like... Your voice changed. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> no, it just oh, it just takes you back to your school yeah, days, no, it does, doesn't it? Nice, so, yeah. yeah, that was just... That's that cool. was pleasant. It was a I nice surprise. I can't believe I didn't remember because there's so many times when we're training you've gone, I've reg- Dave, I've got to tell you my banana rama story. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> never said it did. Like, no, you never did. <laughs> oh, that was really good. Okay. It's better than the rhinos. Yeah, a bit more uplifting. Yeah. I think of debut single was I Still Love Mark. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Second, Lost Love. <laughs> Third, I'll Never Find a Love Again. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Banana Armour songs. <laughs> so that's her, that one there in the middle. Oh, yeah. That's, she's, that's she's, not when she's 10. Hold on. This is the middle one in a, th- in a three. That's yeah, practically Beyonce, <laughs> isn't it? It is. It's the English Beyonce. Yes. Fair play. Thank you. Does she ever write or text? I think there's little hidden things in her. I'm just looking at some of it. There's Cruel Summer. I think that's when we split up. <laughs> Venus. What is it? Men are from Mars, women are for Venus. Is it that way around? I heard a rumour. Love in the first degree. Yeah, it's all there. I mean, it's pretty much about... Shy boy. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I went out with this introvert when he was yeah. 10. <laughs> it ain't what you do, it's the way that you do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I want you back. So... My heart is broken in two. Yeah. I think there's a story there, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, we're at the end. Uh, that's it for this episode. Well done for getting this on. Thanks for listening. Please make sure you subscribe to us and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and uh, give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at I'm Finecast. And you can also send an email to us at imfinecast at gmail.com in the next episode. Mark, can I please talk about my guts? <laughs> yes. You've been very quiet about your guts, haven't you? Yeah, but I, was, I did something very, you'd be very proud of me. I did something really anarchic this week. 
Okay. I put some poo in the post box. Okay. That, that's that's naughty. Unsolicited. Isn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not at all. So you're awaiting results. Sick. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I won't go into the details of of my my poo extraction, but um, no, I think people know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, know how to put it in a tube with a spatula. I mean, oh, not yeah. everybody does, right? No, true. Shall I leave it there? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs>